Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. This next prophecy is very interesting, this next prophetic chapter. It begins with a prophecy against Babylon, and it's concerning the Lord's judgment on Babylon. Now, this was written over a hundred years before Babylon had ascended to become the world power that it would ultimately become. So it's not only looking um, at the time of Babylon's ascension and its ultimate um, conquest of Israel, it's looking beyond that to when God would judge Babylon for having conquered Israel and gone beyond the mandate that heaven gave them to pour out judgment on his children on Israel. Mixed in with this judgment of Babylon are a number of scriptures that have to do with the ultimate day of the Lord. In fact, there are many scriptures contained within this chapter that are quoted in other places in the prophets and in numerous places in the New Testament. They are actually um, alluded to by Jesus very plainly in Matthew 24 and Mark 13. So let's read now Isaiah chapter 13. A prophecy against Babylon that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw. Raise a banner on a bare hilltop, shout to them, beckon to them to enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded those I prepared for battle. I have summoned my warriors to carry out my wrath, those who rejoice in my triumph. Listen, a noise on the mountains, like that of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar among the kingdoms, like nations massing together. The Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war. They come from faraway lands, from the ends of the heavens. The Lord and the weapons of His wrath to destroy the whole country. Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every heart will melt for fear. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. They will writhe like a woman in labor. They will look aghast at each other, their faces aflame. See, the day of the Lord is coming, a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger, to make the land desolate and to destroy the sinners within it. The stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. I will punish the world for its evil, the wicked for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty, and will humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make people scarcer than pure gold, more rare than the gold of Ophir. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble. And the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the Lord Almighty in the day of his burning anger. Like a hunted gazelle, like sheep without a shepherd, they will all return to their own people. They will flee to their native land. Whoever is captured will be thrust through. All who are caught will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be looted and their wives violated. See, 
I will stir up against them the Medes, who do not care for silver and have no delight in gold. Their bows will strike down the young men. They will have no mercy on infants, nor will they look with compassion on children. Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the pride and glory of the Babylonians, will be overthrown by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. She will never be inhabited or lived in throughout all generations. There, no nomads will pitch their tents. There, no shepherds will rest their flocks. But desert creatures will lie there. Jackals will fill her houses. There the owls will dwell, and there the wild goats will leap about. Hyenas will inhabit her strongholds. Jackals, her luxurious palaces. Her time is at hand, and her days will not be prolonged. And so this prophecy about the day of the Lord and the judgment against Babylon begins with the words, a prophecy against Babylon. And so it continues from there to talk about the Lord raising up warriors who will carry out his wrath against Babylon. And these warriors are the weapons of the Lord's wrath. They're going to destroy the nation of Babylon. And then it shifts to not only the destruction of Babylon, but the day of the Lord, when the Lord will pour out judgment uh, beyond one nation, but the Lord will pour out judgment on all nations, starting in verse 6 and following. Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every heart will melt with fear. Now, of course, that was true during the um, uh, judgment of Babylon, which would occur 100 plus years after this prophecy. But the ultimate day of the Lord is in view, and it will be terrifying. The scriptures are consistent, Old Testament and New. The day of the Lord will be terrifying. The people of God will be able to focus on the Lord, and therefore they'll have perfect peace as much as they're able to focus on the Lord. But the world itself will be terrified, and there will be birth pains. Verse 8, terror will seize them, pain and anguish will grip them, they will writhe like a woman in labor. Now, where have we heard this in the New Testament? In Matthew 24, Jesus is giving a, a litany of signs of the end times, signs of the day of the Lord. And among these signs, he says these words, Matthew 24, 8, all these are the beginning of birth pains. Here, Isaiah refers to the day of the Lord and the response of the people like a woman in labor. And so the, the birth pains of Jesus and the woman in labor of Isaiah are one and the same, same prophetic uh, inference and, and explanation. Back to Isaiah, speaking of the people that are under this terrible judgment, they will look aghast at each other's, their faces aflame. See, the day of the Lord is coming. It's a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and to destroy the sinners within it. Notice it doesn't say to destroy the saints, but it says to destroy the sinners. Then there is a, a universal sign given that is also alluded to in Matthew and Mark and in other prophetic scriptures. It's the sign of um, something affecting the stars in, in the sky and the sun and the moon. Isaiah words it this way in verse 10, the stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising of the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And friends, we have no idea what will cause that. 
Whether it's a natural event or a supernatural event, some have postulated this could happen with a, a so-called nuclear winter, uh, that the atmosphere would be so clouded with dust from the nuclear explosions that you wouldn't be able to see the stars and you, the moon would be dimmed and the, the, the uh, sun would be dimmed because of the, the cloud formations. Some have also suggested this could happen with um, a massive volcano, that uh, the dust in the earth and the, the smoke from the volcano could uh, darken the heavens. Some have suggested that a meteor strike um, or comet striking the world with a huge impact could do this. We don't know what the cause will be, but the day of the Lord will feature this because it is repeated over and over and over again in the Old Testament and in the words of Jesus. The stars of the heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Friends, that alone would cause dread and fear to come on the whole world. The Lord continues, I will punish the world for its evil, the wicked for their sins. I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty. I'll humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make people scarcer than pure gold. That's an interesting reference, uh, that mankind will be so devastated that um, human beings on the earth will become scarce. The Lord will shake the heavens. He said, I'll make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place. Once again, this is a universal prophetic sign of the day of the Lord. And then the prophecy returns to the judgment against Babylon. It says, I will stir up against them the Medes. This is verse 17. Now, the Medes alludes to the, the Medo-Persian Empire that would ultimately overthrow Babylon. Once again, I've got to emphasize that this is during the days of Isaiah when Assyria is the preeminent world power. This is long before Babylon rises to um, global uh, dominance and even longer before the Medes and the Persians arise to judge Babylon and to rule the rest of the world. So Isaiah says, I will stir up against them the Medes, against Babylon, who do not care for silver and they have no delight in gold. Verse 19, Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the pride and glory of the Babylonians, will be overthrown by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. So this destruction by the Medo-Persian Empire will be ordained by God. Concluding, it says that Babylon will never be inhabited again through all generations. This is verse 20 and following. Friends, when will Babylon become uninhabited forever? Because there are people living in that region now. There are people that have lived there all along. Is this um, a bit of prophetic hyperbole, or is there yet a day when uh, the land that is traditionally Babylon will become totally uninhabitable? I'll leave that to you, and we'll close with this. But the day of the Lord is in view. The people of the Lord have nothing to be terrified concerning the day of the Lord. The people of the Lord must focus on the Lord and uh, the King, Jesus himself, during these, these traumatic times. The New Testament says that perilous times will come in the last days and in the day of the Lord. Friends, we may be approaching those days. So I want to admonish you to keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your heart in the hands of the Lord. Keep your thoughts and your focus on Him. Don't be distracted by what the news media says. Don't be distracted by cataclysmic events. The ultimate outcome is the return of the Lord and victory in Jesus for the people of God. So, Lord, we pray that we'd be, we would be ready in the day of the Lord. 
We thank you, Lord, that you have given us these signs that will occur so that we will not be moved with dread and terror like the lost. Help us, Lord, to become your weapons of righteousness to this generation in which we live. We pray these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.